Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Obsessive Comic Disorder. As always, I'm Gene DeWeber, and today I've got Logan Lockmiller. Woo! Woo! How you doing, Logan? I'm doing woo. You're doing woo? I'm doing woo. Do, John Woo? <laughs> John Woo you, you're, you're in a You're in a swinging relationship with John Woo? Is he that, wooed me. He wooed you. Yeah. He, he, it, was, it was all those slow motion shots. Yeah. It was a way of doing that, yeah. He does, you know. Takes he, his time. He also did the that trick he did in the, in the second uh, Mission Impossible, where he just kept on changing the tires every shot. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Change the tires? Yeah, like well, they 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 used multiple vehicles, and so okay. like apparently, I don't know if this may, maybe this is wrong, but I was told by someone that uh, yeah, if you watch the second Mission Impossible movie, one of the problems with the uh, there's like a continuity error where the tires keep on changing. Huh. Because they were using different stunt vehicles, but they weren't like paying attention. Oh. Yeah, I mean, John was kind of. I mean, what kind of tire nerd is like? That's not a Michelin. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> that's a good year. Yeah. <laughs> and and the last slow time, it down to frame three forty five. You clearly see. You know? <laughs> I could see like an I one thirty five seven. I could see nobody seeing the rims are different. You know, because because they, yeah. they they have different designs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And maybe that's what they were talking about. Maybe they were meaning mm. the rims, the wheels, you know. I saw a car today, a Nissan with Tesla rims on it. That was weird. Tesla rims? Yeah. Weird. Didn't know that was possible. I I don't know why that would be possible. Like, why you It would... seems like... I just assume everything Tesla is, like, only mm-hmm. can go on a Tesla. I would think so, too. Um, or, like, I don't know, maybe they're super rims, you know. They, like... Who knows? They have GPS and they uh, will call your mom if you're being a bad person. Probably. That's yeah. what it is. And, and they, if you're speeding. Well, actually, you have your mom to. mom texts you and says, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happens is you get, you actually, that's how you get a certified check on Twitter now is you just get a Tesla uh, rims on your car. It's, you know. You that tracks. You got to sell your soul to the devil somewhere, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, uh, we read uh, the first story arc for Deadpool by Brian Pesane and Jerry Dugan, or yeah, Duggan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, art by Tony Moore for uh, for listeners and for you, Logan. Tony Moore is well known specifically for, he did the very first story arc for the Walking Dead comic, but then oh, okay. didn't do any other issues. Hmm. So uh, worked with um, a writer named Rick Remainder on a series called The Fear Agents. And it was this interesting situation because him and another artist named um, Jerome Opeña were kind of alternating and depending on the story arc, but they were essentially doing a copy of each other's style of art so they could like, it was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was pretty decently done where, like, if you like were... Like a dual reading, homage kind of... Well, like, yeah. Thing. Well, like, the idea is that they wanted to have a consistent look between artists. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's interesting... It, for me, it was interesting because I was like, I didn't notice at first, and then I started noticing little things because I've seen the other artists, and I'm like, this isn't his standard fare. It's almost like Jerome mm-hmm. Penny was doing a... Yeah, like an homage to Tony Moore's art. Okay. Which... I, I appreciated the art in this. Like, what would be what would what was different? Like, uh, uh well, Jerome Pena usually he has a very and, and maybe it's just that he's like developed his style over the years too. Mm-hmm. Um, he has one of the things he will do is um, he kind of reminds me of Jim Lee a little bit in the way in his style, which you probably do you know? I Jim know Lee is. nothing to, okay to make yeah. it a clip re- very clear right from the start. <laughs> yeah. I've read five comics before today. <laughs> So Which no. yeah, I'm curious what those. So are. now I've read yeah. eleven. Eleven. <laughs> oh oh, you mean individual issues? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was so not even like not titles. No not titles. Just, I've read just five like... Captain Americas. No, oh. I'm sorry. U.S. Agents. U.S. Agent. Oh okay. So not even okay. Interesting. Yeah. When I was a kid. Oh, yeah. That's a okay. That's a. But I've, I'm 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 one of those tools guy. that's seen all the Marvel movies and all the DC movies. But like, what do you what do you think of the uh, of uh, them using? Um, Ah, uh, fuck, I just forgot his name's uh, son as a U.S. agent in the oh. Falcon and Winter Soldier show. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of flack. No one liked him as, 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 as Captain America. He got so much beef. I thought he did okay. But like, yeah. uh, I didn't know he was Kurt Russell's son. Uh, that, yeah, like, I, uh, I could totally see it after the fact. Well, I remember but. seeing him in uh, Everybody Gets Some, I think is the name of the movie. It mm-hmm. was that uh, Richard Linkletter that was like a spiritual sequel to Days and Confused. Oh, 
he did. It was about um instead of taking place in like the what was the sixties is what Days and Confuses, right? All right, all right, all right, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So instead it was like seventies or maybe eighties. And it was about like instead of high school, it was college, basically. Okay. Um, and then he also was in an episode of Black Mirror mm. about like a virtual reality thing i know way too much about pop culture you're good like, yeah he does he do, i feel like he does kind of have a quintessential uh rich kid yeah he's got look. he's got kind of a douchey face at all times so they didn't help him in the story either because he's kind yeah. of like he's not a, the bad guy but it's like no one wants him to be yeah. doing what he's doing and they're kind of written him so you as the viewer don't want him to yeah. do what he's doing so it's well and he also looked like a you're like, kind of not supposed to like him. He looked like Ed Eisner's character from Up if he wore the Cast America suit, too, when he had it on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If you look at it, like his, like the way his face is positioned, he looks like a cartoon character. Oh, I don't remember that clip. When he had the cartoon, when he had like, yeah. there was a meme I saw of it, and I was mm-hmm. like, that is exactly what I thought when I saw that. But um, I just always think of like the, they had the Captain America, the, 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 no, I don't think I will meme. When, which <laughs> like, do you like, what's his name as the new Captain America? like, no, I don't think I do. Or something, something. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't think I've seen that, but that sounds pretty That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Is it the, uh, is it with the old Captain America? Like, yeah. When he's on the bench looking yeah. off into the distance. Like, yeah. Like, you can tell me when he asks him, like, you can tell me about that at the, your wedding ring or whatever, like the wife. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> We all know it's Peggy. We all knew before they right. see, show the scene, it was right. Peggy Carter, you know, yeah, yeah. which uh, there's there was like a, a thing about there was like a little like conspiracy, they moments, right? Where they like he like saw her through an office in some time travel moment in some something like that. that. Well, there's film, also if you watched, um, I think it was in Civil War, they have Peggy, they have like her die on like her dying on her deathbed or something like that. But oh. They have like a scene, I think, with her husband. You don't see her, his face, but like mm. there's like conspiracy theories that they had already used that that was actually Steve Rogers. That like there's a Ooh. weird like timeline yeah. weird loop thing going Some on. Terminator basically. Two shit happening that didn't yeah. make quite add up. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't quite make sense, but yeah. somehow you know, but they just work with it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, because she apparently was married, but they never say who her husband was. Ah, so probably intentional to keep it ambiguous so they could we could yeah. do something whatever we want later. Well, I, I just ambiguous brown-haired man. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed that the that the old uh, Steve Rogers was from a different timeline, though. Like at the end oh, of the game, like obviously spoilers for a movie that's now what four or five years old now. Mm-hmm. Came out what 2019, I think. Don't ask me. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Bad with I I I I'm weird with numbers like that. Anyway, um, Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Captain America is does make he an does. appearance. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the yeah. reason why they choose Deadpool is like a PR reason, essentially. Because mm-hmm. so the 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 story arc that we specifically read is the 2013 story arc that started this run called Dead Presidents. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> they had, and and you can hear Brian Pusain's voice in all this. Yeah. So much, he had so much fun with the little the little quip history lines and like. Uh, Use, oh, there was I, I was I took notes on like just oh, I, and then it just kept like adding I was like oh there's way too many of these <laughs> they're just gonna keep on coming <laughs> it was like uh, what are you there's saying nothing favorites? to fear but fear me <laughs> stuff like that like, <laughs> yeah which yeah. I'm sure remember the first like so basically what happens is this uh, necromancer brings back the oh that's every, the guy's name by the way he's called necromancer okay. yeah. I think so. Yeah, I kept and calling he, him Michael sometimes. And yeah, but he was also, but well, he's he is a necromancer. Okay. Which do you know? That, what I that was the confusion. I wasn't sure if he, they were referring to him as the necromancer, as in like that yeah. guy that is a necromancer, or yeah. the, the necromancer was his name. It could, it could be. I don't think he's a pre-existing character, but he might be at okay. the same time. I mean. I, I like also the, a member of Shield. Also a member of Shield. Yeah, at one point, I, yeah. I do like the reference where um, I think it was Doctor Strange is like, oh, I thought that was just like, like a bad ripoff or something like that. Also, when Doctor Strange, the first time you see Doctor Strange, he looks like he's at a swanky party. He does. That, it, that's like, there's a very that like, looks like swinger. a sex party. There's definitely there. a swinger vibe to that party. Oh, for sure. And if any, yeah. and if any, like one of the Avengers was going to be a swinger. It would be Doctor Strange. It's definitely Doctor Strange. He's got the gray stripes on the side. He totally yeah. got the yeah. He's he's got and he, he always suit wears vibe. yeah. He's always wearing like kind of a robe. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a smoking gotta... jacket that's a little longer. Like... <laughs> yeah. <He's>... yeah. <laughs> 
He's very oh. he's very mysterious. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And he is a, he is kind of a ladies' man in the comics too. Like oh, is he? Yeah. yeah, he's he's had quite a bit of lovers over the years. Um, that's actually um, we're kind of jumping around, but the, that's one of my mo- favorite moments is actually in this is the is Doctor because Sh- it's like issue three, I think it is. The Doctor Strange ends up being part of it. Okay, like at the end of issue two, they sh- they kind of tease it, and then issue mm-hmm. three is the actual. And they're trying to they're trying to figure out who brought back the presidents and all that stuff. Right. So Doctor Strange helps like you um I think they go into the uh astral plane or something like that. Mm. But he helps them kind of track down and there's a point where he's gonna transport everyone in the room somewhere. And a big part of the storyline is the ghost of Benjamin Franklin, who is extremely horny, is just <laughs> yeah, hanging out. Is like he he decides to specifically project himself so Deadpool can see him. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where um Doctor Strange references he's like, I'm gonna bring all of you I'm gonna bring all of you there except for you, Benjamin oh, yes, Franklin. Because yes. you slept with my wife. He slept with my yeah, you slept with my girlfriend. girlfriend. And then there's a little editor's note saying that, that yeah, Cleo uh <laughs> Benjamin Franklin had had sex with Cleo in the seventies, look it up. And I was like <laughs> I did. I googled it. I was curious. Yeah. I did too, actually, when I first read the because this is the second time I've read the story. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, yeah. And the first time I looked it up, and it, yeah, it's very much that era of comic book style. It's very detailed, and it's just it's it's kind of funny to see, like, just that that's that era of because it was when they were trying to do almost like a um, there's a there's an era of comic books where the artists were doing this very um, kind of rough sketch look to everything. Mm. And so you're seeing not only are you seeing like uh, Benjamin Franklin seducing Clea, but you also like it's it's in this very like avant garde like everything's kind of like a portrait of people, you know. So, so what you're saying is she was all about the Benjamin. She was all about the Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I definitely had a lot of fun reading this again. It's it's always crazy when you like. It was fun. Was, I I'd never. I mean, I was a, I'm a huge huge fan of them. It's my favorite hands down not even like marvel aside like yeah. I, it's that like i used to say it was my sad movie like if i'm yeah. sad i can't be upset and watch the deadpool movies oh fair yeah and that would always end. i was impressed it like i felt like his character in the comic was seemed very similar as i don't know if like they did a good job of like dialogue wise yeah portraying it on screen or or if like the movie influenced how they are now writing deadpool uh, this will actually, well, partially, um, this, this did come out, I think three years before the Deadpool movie, oh, this okay. particular story. Um, on top of that, Brian Pusain was one of the writers on the movie. On the movie. Yeah. Okay. So it, it kind of makes sense, but this is sort of interesting because he was part of the movie. Yeah. He was, um, it was, it was interesting because originally we were going to do another, like a trilogy called the Killogy and I started reading it. And there was definitely an era of Deadpool where he just, he was no longer funny. He was just an annoying mascot. Oh. Like, he was just poorly written. Like, it was like, it's like what, so either a writer who doesn't understand comedy is trying to, you know, when they just, Mm -hmm. they just do silly and ridiculous over the top without really having, like, witty writing, essentially. Right. Like, the comedy is like a footnote rather than, like, the main dish. Yeah, or it's just trying too hard. It's like, it's like a hyper kid at a party. You know, mm-hmm. whereas this was like, it's still, he's still like ridiculous and over the top, but like, it's, it's definitely like you said, you have all these little, like this word play. The I went to college time. for theater. I know the type. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was the type for a little bit. <laughs> Might still be a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's fair. It's yeah. fair. You know? Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 um, the, the combination, the other thing is I, I appreciate because it is a visual format. I appreciate that not only is the writing really good for comedy, but the art did a yeah. really good job of conveying that. Because if you don't have a good artist conveying like what you're trying to portray, sure, the writing might be funny, but you're not going to have that extra depth of humor. Mm-hmm. Like um, they have a, a, f- a so much more gore, <laughs> so much more gore. There's a lot of so so many intestines. <laughs> like there's intestines all over the well, place. He gets he gets he gets impelled by a uh, a an rhino elephant? at one point. It was an elephant. But... Elephant. Oh, that's yeah. right. It was an elephant. Yeah, Weird. and yeah. falls onto a flying airplane and like his entire <laughs> lower torso is just like. <laughs> but it's all that. It's all that very like over the top, very hyper vibrant, colorful mm-hmm. gore. Like like <laughs> and the kid. 
<laughs> he's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, uh... He's like, here, kid. <laughs> like, like, like the guy tossing the towel, like the sports hero tossing the towel. He tosses like bloody mask and like, yeah. The kid's like horrified. <laughs> yeah. good. He's like, I am not a hemophiliac. I am not a hemophiliac. <laughs> it's like developing a mental illness on the spot. Let's <laughs> get this blood off of me. Yeah. And that's that I think is like a great choice of comedy writing because I think the wrong writer would have written that scene and the kid would have been too into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think that's there's those little things that I really appreciate. It's funny because I'm like, that are subtle. I'm just, yeah, little subtle things that I'm just like, uh, and this, the thing about this too, what I really like about there's a lot of fans will say this, like the, the, the best ingredients for a Deadpool storyline is both, um, is essentially a combination of really amusing comedy, but also a lot of tragedy. It's almost like a Shakespeare yeah. comedy, you know? Like the person that believed in him, the shield, or yeah. they believed him in dying. Yeah. And sharing his brain at the end. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like which is a tagline off the end. Is a, is a pretty big story for quite a few issues. It might mm. even be most of this run. Um, but yeah, exactly like, exactly like that. Cause he's like, He's talking about how he's like barely ever makes friends, and then all of a sudden someone starts to like get close to him, and they mm-hmm. th- get their neck snapped by uh, was it George Washington? I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's why he went hard on him. Yeah. At the end. Well, also, obviously, it's like a video game. George Washington is obviously going to be the boss. That's <laughs> yeah. like the end boss. Yeah. To beat. Yeah. One, of, I think one of my favorite moments is in issue four is when when uh, he ends up dressing up as Marilyn Monroe to lure. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> he does that to that lure uh, JFK. Uh, JFK. Yeah. And there's that whole scene and and like JFK just doesn't even he's like, that wasn't there before. <laughs> but um He thinks uh dead bands are a Merc's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really good. That yeah. was great. And then the follow-up, there's a follow-up scene where he's talking to the shield agent and she's saying that they're not going to pay to get that the dress right. uh, dry, dry cleaned. cleaned. And he's he talks about how like great investment and how great he looks in it. And mm-hmm. then um, Benjamin Franklin says something along the lines of like, you know, even I was smitten. Stimulated. By, stimulated. Stimulated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the there was a lot of I mean Ryan Reynolds said something about wanting to make him bisexual in the third movie. Yeah, and that made some some waves. That's a that's a thing that uh, that's that is kind of a thing in uh, in the comics too. I don't know if he's that bisexual is. or if he's pi- like pansexual or what. It totally you. makes sense. Like it, it seems like it would totally track that they could do that. Yeah, it's not it's not one of those it's not one of those things that seems like a like you know a, what's the word like a uh, departure from the character, right? As you could say. I mean, they make they make jokey jokes about him and uh, him and Colossus already. Oh yeah, where he's like grabbing his butt and all this stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got all of that. I mean, that's they kind of already said that he was essentially that in the movies already. It's just that, right? You know, it's, it's just just like anything else. Like, uh, I mean, he has the current love interest at that point. Yeah, but just like any bisexual person. I was trying know. to remember. Are there? I mean, I actually, Megasonic in that say is yeah. Lesbian. Are there? Are there any other openly? LGBTQ like plus I, characters in like the in the Marvel movies that's the Marvel movies. Um, I, I know think, in the comics, right? I know, yeah, probably. in the comics there are. Um, they couldn't think of any. They've been kind of slowly introducing some. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valkyrie, I believe, is by. Oh, okay. I, I believe see she's that. by. Um, and um, have you, have you? I mean, have you seen the new? Uh, um. The new Thor that came out last year. Yes. Yeah. So, so there was, you find out the, I forgot the name of the rock creature guy that's voiced by Taika, but you find out that his oh, entire yeah, yeah. species is gay. Oh, okay. That makes, I think I do remember that. Now, yeah. Cause he has the whole thing and he has the, he's, he's like, talks about how they make a baby and they're like singing and they're like, <laughs> mess around with the rocks while singing together and then you see you it's a see, little bit of a cheat because it's a different species yeah but but, the, like, but, but there's still, there's literally a scene when you see his like his partner and he's got like a classic mustache mm-hmm. on him. like <laughs> they it's one of those things where like disney i think they're almost they're still kind of afraid because there's a lot of evangelicals and stuff watching yeah. their movies yeah and so they're sort of like finding ways to be clever with it which at this point, it doesn't seem necessary, but right. 
but obviously there's pe- I mean, people got mad because there was a character in but in the new Lightyear movie that's that's lesbian, but it's not even her like prime thing of her it's character. It's like a side note. It's like a side note. She she you you find out that you know she sh- talks about her wife or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not like it's not even like to the extent of like of like physical affection or anything like that because obviously that's what it's annoying but that's what a lot of you you, you grew up mormon so you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know you probably have family who are like always like i was talking to an uncle of mine he's like i, I don't grew care. Up very religious i forget uh pentecostal. pentecostal yeah and i was talking to my uncle who's agnostic mm-hmm. uh I, I put quotation marks because like everything all of his morals are still somehow connected to christianity oh like he was literally telling me he's like i don't care what people do but then he's like Talking about how he was, he stopped watching. Except for them gays. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, he said he stopped watching Deep Space Nine because one of the characters started having like, like having uh, one of the women, female characters started going after women and stuff like that. Wow. And I was like, I was like, if you don't care, then why do you care? <laughs> you know? That is odd. It, especially <laughs> as a, if, as a, if, because I mean, even if you want to get into the old stereotype of like, oh, two ladies, like you yeah. wouldn't. That's even classically stereotypical straight male to like want that. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like oh yeah. That's uh, that's even if they're not involved. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like there's, uh, yeah, that's actually kind of like one of the double standards is that you know the oh, yeah, the classic course, yeah. like if there's a uh, two women fighting, all of a sudden everybody gets excited or right. something like that. Yeah. They're like, I hope they kiss. I hope they kiss. You know. Yeah. It's the that's the classic frat boy, especially yeah. if you watch a lot of like comedies from like the '90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty pretty consistent trope. Yep. Which uh, you're you being an actor, you've been on a, a like you were on a Grim Grim bigger was were yeah. you like an extra or did you have like a, a no I was a, it was a, a union role yeah like I uh, I had to audition for it it was uh, I I did get CGI that was fun I uh, that's was, cool I was a gear monster which is a vulture human hype like creature yeah and I was uh, I was transporting human organs <laughs> okay I, I didn't have any lines but I oh, okay. uh, I got uh, there was this huge car wreck scene and I got pulled out of the wreckage yeah. and uh, transformed briefly and then died. Well, that's before fine. Before they could question me. So that you, you, the... you got to be a CG uh, I had a death scene. Yeah, you had a death and you, yeah, you So you had a whole arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, without a single line, but you still had a whole arc. Yeah. I know that the um, that show, I remember, I think I heard like a lot of the people who worked on the effects were the same people who worked on like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff like that. Oh, I could see that. Similar style. Yeah, like especially anytime they feel vaguely WB ish. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Or CW ish, that's what I meant. CW. Well, yeah, because it used to be the WB. Is it the same? I didn't. didn't (laughs) Yeah, so what happened was. I didn't even know that. So so what what the CW was, was. uh, We'll get back to Deadpool in a second. Yeah, we'll get back to Deadpool in a second. (laughs) I just. We swear. I'm really good at just jumping between topics. Uh, CW was actually a combination of UPN, which used to be his network, uh, the WB. Mm hmm. Um, which used to be a network. And the thing is the C, because UPN was owned by CBS, it was owned by Paramount. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was a sister station for CBS, but it was all like the, you know, here's all, here's all the shows that are like more risky and stuff, you know? And so, cause that's why like, for example, um, a lot of, sh- I think like the game was on the CW for a little while that the, you know, I'm talking about the, the sitcom. No, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, it was, it was, it was, Yeah. It, there was that. There was a few others. There was a bunch of like stuff that was on the UPN that went over to CW when it first started. But mm. basically, the C is for CBS and W is for Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. And now they're getting bought by some other thing. Because... I just know that like half the characters and half the shows look like they have air, airbrush skin. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Like, just well, way too much makeup. I mean... Half the shows in the CW are st- are still like produced by the same creator as uh, Dawson's Creek. So. Oh. That's I, actually what's. I, I met Dawson in Los Angeles when I lived. That was oh, yeah. the uh, what's his, um, Mr. Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek? Uh, yes, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my favorite role he he ever was was in that show. Uh, did you ever watch Don't Trust the Bitch in twenty four? Oh God, that show's great. It was Ugh. fantastic. Yeah, I've seen that he, whole series twice. Yeah, it's 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 really yeah. good. It's fun to see a young <laughs> Eric Andre before he like. Yeah. Before he made it, yeah. Before he made yeah. it, um, I, Kristen Ritter is great. She's mm-hmm. a, talking about Marvel. She plays uh, Jessica Jones. Oh right, yeah, of course. And yeah. I just, uh, I don't know if you heard today, but John Berthall is coming back as the Punisher in the new uh, Daredevil series. Okay. And there's a lot of hints. There's been like some like thing. A lot of people who work for Marvel tend to like to do little like secret hints, and I think it might be like undercover marketing that Marvel has them do. That would seem, yeah, because. Um, 
there's been they had a recently uh, Mike Coulter who plays Luke Cage and Kristen Ritter who played uh, Jessica Jones, which in the comics they're married. Oh, okay. Um, in one of the later arcs, actually, there's a point where he, where Deadpool interacts with both of them. But um, yeah, so they had like taken a picture recently, and there was also a point where um, I want to say uh she was wearing like she was like working out in a video and she had like was on a treadmill and she had like a daredevil shirt on or something like that Mm -hmm. so they've been kind of because as it is that daredevil series that's coming out is sort of a sequel to the netflix series and they had that whole netflix uh marvel universe that was going on which was so is it going to be a tv show or a movie it's gonna be well. The, the Daredevil is gonna be a show. Okay. So because there was, did uh, yeah, you watch the? Yeah, I watched all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's been a while. It's, it's gonna be essentially a continuation of those because it was cool. the you know because it was Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and then Iron Fist. Which I, I wasn't a huge fan of Iron. It was okay. Yeah, it's was, it's the worst of the of all of them. Honestly, I wasn't also a, f- a huge fan of Jessica. Jones. I like Kristen Ritter a lot. Okay, I, she's so modelly wafy. Yeah, like I had a even with like super powered whatever juice or whatever like ever did it to her i had like a hard time buying her is like kicking a door down yeah well that's kind of part of her character i was like where's my oh is it that's kind of part of full because she's yeah she but uh i want to show you something kind of crazy because this is a um let me see jessica jones you know it wasn't what also i did i like uh i don't know i did i did there was the brief she hulk appearance of uh in the deadpool comic Oh yeah, thinking of, uh, yeah. There was She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, there's She-Hulk. It's, he, yeah, because he has a little he because Deadpool can't really die, but he'll have these moments where he's like near. I think the, the whole fantasy thing. That's the whole yeah. start of the whole thing. With that, was, or wait, that was issue two. Start. It was issue like two. issue two because at the end of issue he's one, he's that fantasy where like yeah. every amazingly hot <laughs> Marvel, Marvel hero. Yeah, because yeah, it was invisible over him. It was Invisible Woman. Uh, there was uh, Emma Frost, which just right. cla- traditionally just dresses very scantily clad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, yeah, She Hulk, and I think I feel like there's one other one that popped up. I have, oh, I have a She Hulk thing. I know who it was. It was uh, Dazzler because Dazzler, okay. Dazzler is. I, she's so easy to remember because she's such an 80s character. Is she the roller skate one? Yeah, she's the one who's okay, kind of dressed like, like yeah, she's, so this is what, this is, I want to show you this. Okay. Um, This is a cover for one of the Jessica Jones issues from like 2002. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. It looks yeah. like Kristen Ritter. It does, yeah. Yeah, like they, so essentially they just like, that was, I mean, she looks a little different from in the actual comic when you mm. see like the whatever, but like that's what Jessica Jones looks like. Maybe, it, well, I'm that's the thing. Maybe I had a little bit too much of the bitch in apartment 23 stuck in my head Probably. when I was watching, well, trying she to does watch have, Jessica she, Jones because she she's does, a very wafy model in that show. And that's what I know oh, her the yeah. best from. Oh, yeah. I just, I just, I, being the pervert that I am, I just noticed that she had, and Jessica Jones, she had really nice fitting jeans. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's a lovely lady. Lovely lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's half the reason I watched the uh, the the She Hulk show <laughs> was was the same reason. Well, mostly for when she, I, I have an Amazon thing. Okay, so like when she's in the CG version of herself. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. You know, it's I getting, I will be honest. Getting horny for a computer. I'll be honest. For, um, especially for when it, it's a hilarious one of my favorite uh, post credit scenes. It's hilarious, but it's also like I was like maybe I'm into that. You know, was when she's helping her dad move furniture around. She's wearing the yoga pants. Okay. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of yoga pants. Yeah. I think most... I think I've heard you do a bit about it. <laughs> Pro- probably, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, who but, isn't? Who, you know, yeah, it's a pants. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, ca- it's, it's casually sexy. It's, it is. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things, too. And it's, it's like, it's, I don't, it's just the way that they're designed, they're, they're very form-fitting and sometimes they're form-forming. Mm-hmm. They have the ones that they have, like, where there's, like, the butt crack that kind of goes up into the butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Check separates the cheeks. So yeah, exactly. Like it makes it, it like it, it enhances. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't enough that they were like skin tight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, separate every orifice. I wonder if that's like um, it's like you know like if you anyone who's there who was able to raise their eyebrow how they did it is they did this you know the entire like they just covered one of their eyebrows mm. for a long time and then they're able to like do this you know. Yeah, you can do it better than I can. Yeah. But I can only do the left side. I can't do the other one. I can only do my right side. There you go. We're, and together, we're almost one person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can stand beside each other and give somebody and look like Doctor Strange as we yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always envied uh, um, 
Drew, uh, Jim Carrey because he can do the both. The bouncing. Like bouncing. My sister can do that. that. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is like to do that, you, you know, a lot of times you'd like hold one eyebrow down and mm-hmm. you kind of like push the other one. So I wonder if it's the same thing. Like it just, it, it, it sculpts the butt, you know, like I no. wonder if that's a thing, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> Like uh, this is where Deadpool take uh, took us. Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I I I'm glad. Definitely uh, versus the other comic that we that I initially had suggested, just because it was something I had heard about but never actually read. Okay. Um, and this is something I had read, but I was you like, knew it was good already. I knew it was good, and I was like. I also, sometimes, especially if, if it's something like, cause you suggested Deadpool, you didn't specifically suggest like, let's do this Deadpool story right. or another one. I am flabbergasted that like you mostly have comedians on here and no comedian has ever asked for Deadpool. I was legitimately he's surprised the funniest about fucking superhero. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. You know, uh, another character that recently appeared is, that's actually pretty funny too, actually, is uh, there's a character now called the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay. And he is... Frank Castle, the Punisher, in the mm-hmm. future, something ha- like he's from an alternate future where Thanos destroys pretty much everything. Because so something that wasn't conveyed in the movies is Thanos is in love with the 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 form of death, like the being of death. She's mm-hmm. like this kind of hot woman that, and he's always his whole thing is that the reason why he kills is to try to please her. Wow. So, and there's actually a love triangle in the comics between her and Deadpool and him because Deadpool can't die. So, she's essentially attracted to what she can't have. <laughs> That's basically the whole thing. So, That's great. yeah, which is why I brought that, kind of brought that up. But Cosmic Ghost Rider is kind of... Well, there's that weird moment in the in the in this comic too where like they're in that bubble where they're like, like where he does die but doesn't yeah. die. And, and they're like, because there's the dead people in there that are confused as to why he's able yeah. to be inside of there and he's... So he he seems kind of like, he talks about his head hurting. It seems like things are not quite right since he went in the dead bubble. <laughs> like even yeah. for him. Like, yeah. Hey. Well, it's also like the concept is is that he was like in the he was dying when he got the so the healing factor happened, but it's almost like it happened a little too late because mm-hmm. he's essentially like he looks like a zombie. Yeah, that's that. That was one thing that caught me right off the bat. It's like he looks way gnarlier in the comic than the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I I kind of thought that might be the case, but like. He, I think he, there's even one point where like Taft or one of the presidents is like, you look just like us. Why are you fighting us? So, <laughs> something to, yeah. yeah. I love how big Taft is, by the way. He's yes. just a giant guy. Yeah. And In a even, bathtub. <laughs> I love when he says Taft smash at one point. Yes. Also, is it just me or did they have FDR twice once not in a wheelchair and another time in a wheelchair? Uh, I think the, um, I well, thought they, the same thing. I think it's a, it was a different president that was FDR esque. Is there a different the- Roosevelt than FDR? Because I thought there's Franklin Theodore Roosevelt, right? Um, or am I wrong about that? Or am I thinking there's a Theodore Roosevelt and then there's Franklin something Delano Roosevelt? I don't know. I may be that um, one. No, I don't. Not good. I may. I be, didn't know. I was. Remi- I was reminded. Some most of these, just like the, the, yeah. he says in the stories, like I don't know who. I've never yeah. heard of his, your name <laughs> love, in my life. I love the, when they have the lineup of presidents, and then there's like a really old, obscure president. And he's like, we should have had that that one with the rest of them. <laughs> like, like yeah. it's like a little narration uh, moment where they're literally like pointing at different presidents, and there's like Calvin Coolidge. There's like it's all these like known presidents, and mm-hmm. then there's one random one from like. Like the I don't know seven like probably like president number like eleven or twelve or something like that and it's like we should have had that in the last scene yeah yeah that, that's when he takes the magic sword and kills like the heads six of them at once yeah. those are the yeah. ones that are like and they don't really matter they're yeah. like George was George Washington was like six pages <laughs> like those guys one box just yeah <laughs> they're good I, I love the the fact though they're like basically the whole point is that Deadpool isn't considered a hero though and because right. it was something I was mentioning earlier is yeah so Captain America I think decapitates I think it is George Washington at the beginning as well because the idea is that like the traditional way of trying to kill him doesn't actually kill him, you know? Right. That's why he needs the sword that's, like, Because there's also that moment where Abe Lincoln is on the head of a, a Taft's rubber ducky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That's that was so great. Great stuff. And they cage fought. That was when he killed Oh, him. yeah. 
Yeah, he's in the yeah because he's funny. <laughs> I thought they were gonna do pro wrestling for a second, which with Deadpool that would that would track as well. But Cage Fight is great too. Cage, yeah, that yeah. was doesn't he? I, I feel like he references. He's like he he literally starts saying wrestling things, and he's the, the one. Well, guy's yeah, like, this isn't like, wrestling. It's like wrestling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is this is this was a really fun? Um, do you have any other like favorite moments from this particular story? We're kind of. I feel like we're doing like the ADHD thing of like this is what I like. This is what oh for <laughs> sure no that was, well there was um he he had a Doc Holiday reference I forgot what it was it, but it was so good it was a uh, the I'm your Huckleberry or he had, like, oh some yeah he version. calls him I'm your Dingleberry Dingle, yes <laughs> so stupid it's so, so stupid but so good yeah so delightful there was like the uh, FDR he was like a uh, he kicks him off and he goes like you must wheelie hate me <laughs> yeah that's yeah brian you did that you did that that's one of the things i liked is there is a couple dated references because he references gangnam style at one point or something like okay. that but that's something that i noticed that i liked about this versus other is like some of the references are to the point where they would be considered dated at the time so they're more timeless because of that Mm. Like the dingleberry, like, you know, right. things like that, where it's like, you a can read more... about dingleberries anytime and everybody knows what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's just, that's, I, um, I think that re having read a lot of comics that are trying to be funny, it's, there's something about where like, especially after I, I'm sure you probably do this too having written comedy there's this point when you even have do you do you now sometimes watch a comedy and you're like this is just so fucking hack or like this is just there's just there's just something about it where you become more critical than you well there's jokes that you see so often mm -hmm. and done in like a million different ways and now i'm like not sure like do other people know that they don't watch as much stand-up as i do know that is hack yeah. or, or, or like but like people will laugh at it like right they haven't seen that Mm -hmm. 120 times yeah and well it's and it'll be it would be either in a movie or you're just seeing another stand-up or, or yeah. what have you and it's the thing of like it's kind of ruined comedy sometimes for me like because at one point i would have just watched a comedy had fun not thought about it too right. much but now it's like now it's almost like a, it's, it's got to be that avant-garde of comedy it's got to be really <laughs> really you know i don't think i'd get stuff. that serious or just no, like but just shit you haven't seen before or haven't exactly. seen a million times already it's got yeah it's got to be feel at least kind of like clever enough or original enough to right. be like i still really like um i was watching uh scott Pilgrim versus the world again recently i still oh, really appreciate the humor in that it's yeah. great it's really well done it's really really witty it's mm -hmm. but you'll have like other things where they just have too much um it's almost like too self-referential or there's too many like you just like oh, okay this is a joke like i can't stand now when i watch something and someone's like oh i was always wanted to say that you know you know what i mean yeah like when they always when they say something they say like a classic line and yeah. i always wanted to say that it's like it's it's one of those things where i'm like i can't stand it now i yeah. see it and it's <laughs> it's dumb but it's a groaner moment if it's a groaner moment yeah yeah, yeah. This this has this has some uh, this has less groaner moments and more like there's uh, some stupid dumb fun puns exactly that, and that's, that I loved a lot like, and that, and that works perfectly yeah. within this within the um I feel like you should if you like if you like a book filled with puns um there's a comic called King City mm -hmm. actually written by a guy who lives in King City um Oregon okay but uh he it's it's interesting because he's he's an artist that used to do porn like he used to do cartoon porn that's how he got his start nice but he has a series he's done a few different uh comics and you can definitely tell by his art style like this would work really well for porn mm. um but his entire King City for example um the entire thing is like everything's a pun like character names just random things people are saying it's it's, it's one of those things where you like if you're just reading it really quick, you're not going to pick up on it. Yeah, but you're. But at the same time, you're going to be like, man, this this person. People can go go deep fun. on puns. Like my my sister and one of her friends are like have this back and forth thing, and like every everybody knows somebody like that. But like they've it is like a everyday all the time part oh, yeah. of their. And I it's it's it gets impressive to where you're like, wow, that was really put some shit together. <laughs> yeah. I, I like puns, but not as much as she does. She does I, I I like them too, and I had the I. Everyone, I like, I almost like to come up with like the dad joke version of them though. Yeah. Because, well, for example, 
I, I felt really bad because I was talking to a friend of mine. We were both doing Amazon deliveries at the same time, and mm-hmm. we both had a really long drive. So we're like, hey, let's just talk for a little while, call on the phone. It's three o'clock in the morning. We both need to stay awake, you know. All of a sudden, he got hit. He literally, his, his window got partially shattered because an owl flew into his, his car. Jesus Christ. And the first thing I thought to say was, he's probably just seen who's inside. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's like, you gotta. You know? I love a good grinner. Yeah. It was it was like five o'clock in the morning, you know, which apparently is my perfect time to come up with puns, is what I found out. Because I was I was I was just I just kept on having I have a few actually I'm the I'm going to helium later tonight. Hopefully I'll get on. But yeah. I was gonna do the uh, have I have some that like that I lean into way hard mm-hmm. and like how corny they are. Yeah. And just really like, yeah. Kind of a, you gotta, <laughs> just, you got to do them quick and like you're, little implants in there. I, I won't say anything other than your cum joke, but your cum joke has a lot of really good lines in oh, it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like every time you tell it, it seems like a really fun joke to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I was, I did not know that one would. Would would get so much that that people yeah. reference that one the most. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, of all the things I've written in the past year, and I would not have expected that to be the one. I think it's because like it's something that a lot of people think about, but I don't know. I've really seen that specific take about it, mm-hmm. and there's and that's why it's fun because it's you yes. know it's something you've thought about and it's something that sure a lot of people I walked have the experience. Walk. I tried yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have too. Actually, yeah, yeah. I was, good for you. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, I was like you know I was like. 13 years old. Tasting you know? your jizz. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, first. tasting jizz. Yeah. <laughs> your own, specifically. Just your so. own jizz. You got, you know. Watch the clip. Watch the clip. I won't, I'm not, yeah, I started to almost say something and I was like, no, no, they need to hear it from you. <laughs> yeah, it'll sound better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, I, I was actually, after hearing that, I was a little, uh, little, because even though I was in the same round as you, I was a little sad I didn't see you go through, man. Oh, I know. That yeah. Was a, and that chode went through the, like, the, I've never seen him do comedy before. Never do it, do it after. He wasn't funny. Yeah, but like it was clearly like he brought it. Yeah, ton of friends. That's that that'll happen. That's that's the downside about uh, comedy competitions in general yeah. is the fact that that almost every time it may not be every round. <laughs> That round was like Brandon Lyons, obviously. Yeah. Cam Strong, obviously. Obviously. And yeah. someone no one has ever heard of before. <laughs> like, and he got laughs, but it was like, it felt like it was his friends there yeah. laughing at his, yeah. like, it was like, and a lot of them were probably inside jokes more often than not. Yeah. More likely than not. You know, I'm just, just like, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. As, as I'm sure you. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I also, I mean, I had a couple bits. I. Um, so I'm down almost 50 pounds now from congratulations. From Thank you. Nice. Um, big reason why, and I'm, I've, I've been working on a bit about this, is the fact that it wasn't because even so much that I was upset that I had gotten that big. It's that when I listened to my video, my tape, when I watched it, I could hear my breath more than I could hear the people's laughs. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, like it was. It, I was breathing so heavily, and it's yeah. like. I didn't care that I was getting fat. I cared that, <laughs> that I couldn't get Just a good tape from like, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, it's a thing. That's, it's one of those weird things that like nobody else would even think to like. Probably even notice. Or, yeah. Notice. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, no good on you for noticing that you wanted to change and making it. Or... Yeah. And I'm, it was, I mean, obviously that's what, that was the biggest thing that really hit me, but I was like already kind of wanting to do that. And I, legitimately feel better and i i like i i'm one of those pe- weird people who actually likes going to the gym like i have a fun time when i'm there nice yeah so yeah <laughs> uh so is there any any other beats from the story you want to talk about real quick uh well it's it's, it's more the more the movie than the story but i i was yeah. I, i've been a ryan i was a ryan reynolds fan long before he was any sort of kind of big yeah like from uh two guys a girl in a pizza place oh yeah that yeah. was and like, it was such such a perfect fit. I think like I'm. I love the fact that he. I may sound like a tool saying that, but like he's no, he's great. He's dreamy. For, he was perfect. He was perfect for the role. Like if you can watch, there was a really hilarious old. Uh, um, uh, what's the uh, uh, fuck? He's he's British. Uh, Craig Ferguson when he yeah. did like the Late Show. There's Ryan Reynolds is on his show, and they have like a back and forth that was just hysterical. 
Well, there's something about Ryan Reynolds too in Deadpool at the same time. Ryan, it doesn't matter if, if he wasn't watching... so handsome, he could be a comedian. I think. Oh, for sure. He's way too handsome to be a comedian. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. That'd but... be. Well, traditional comedian. Right. Yeah. Um, but No he... one's going to feel sympathetic towards this situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you want, it doesn't matter if you're watching, uh, I'm going to reference some Ryan Reynolds movies, uh, Van Wilder or mm-hmm. Just Friends or like any of those things. He always had those really quippy referential mm-hmm. jokes. And I'm sure, sure, it's partially written, but I'm sure he also probably does a good amount of uh, of just riffing when he's on something doing yeah. like improv- improvisation and stuff. And even when you're watching him, like I did, you see that clip recently where him and uh, Will Ferrell switched up what late shows they were on. No, and so Will Ferrell was supposed to be on Jimmy Fallon, and Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be on Jimmy Kimmel. And so on so the they same said the, night, the other names, and they just came out. They just yeah, they came out. They said <laughs> the other name came out, and they both refused to promote their own thing. So they promoted the person, the other person's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I love that so much. That's it was really yeah, funny. Great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and both of them were really funny. You know, and I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, that's the thing. It's like you, you know, you you never you can never tell. You can there can be someone who's really good at delivering funny lines on camera, but not might may not be the funniest like riffer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but Ryan Reynolds is definitely, and he's become like really good friends with Rob McElhaney from. Uh, oh yeah, they got a, a football team together, uh, like a, yeah. a internet international football, like soccer. Yeah, yeah. Called, yeah. I thought it was really funny, um, though, because Ryan Reynolds has that Mint Mobile thing, right? Um, he released as as like a joke. He had this movie that was a thing on like Canadian television or something back in the early two thousands, and he released it as an exclusive streaming rights on Mint Mobile. For that hmm. one movie. <laughs> okay. That I'm sure was a big hit. <laughs> probably not. It's, um, yeah. it's, it's just one of, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where it's, it's like probably a movie that he's a little embarrassed about or he. Green Lantern 2. <laughs> right. Yeah. The movie that never, that, that, that secretly got swept away. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Fully, really weirdly, fully animated though. They did all the special effects. They hmm. just didn't release it. Yeah, I don't know if you know about this. this no, is, no. Yeah, I'm totally not bullshitting right now. This is. I'm very certain. I hook, line, and sinker, baby. <laughs> well, I didn't know like how long ago. It's yeah. like they actually the they actually resuscitated uh, Michael Clark Duncan okay. to to come back to life to just just to voice Kilowog. You know, in, in a sequel, it was it was really traumatic for his family. And held Ryan Reynolds at gunpoint yeah. to, <laughs> to reprise the role. <laughs> Loved so much. Like, yeah, it, it's it's interesting because you watch a movie. His w- self roasts on that have been fun too. Really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's really interesting though when you watch a movie because you know every once in a while you accidentally see the boom mic in a, like a, a poorly edited film, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, they did a great job of hiding the gun the entire filming. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yes. We're, we're dipping in and out now, and it yeah. just came back to me. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm a sucker. Right. That I was... forgot for a second, and then I remembered. Right. I'm gullible. I'm incredibly gullible. Yeah. That's what <laughs> like what gun scene are you talking about? I don't remember. I, it's it's terrible because it was one of those things where literally, like, it was a. I could have just let that go away. I could have mm-hmm. just like gone on the next thing, but I'm like, no, this is this is gold. <laughs> this needs to be. This needs to be said. This needs to be noted. This needs this this yeah. this this reference to a joke that we had already gone past. Just it needed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. On a scale of one to ten reanimated corpses of presidents, what would you give this specific book? I don't have any. Com- as a put like, like as you, opposed to the other reanimated president stories. <laughs> I'll just say if like if you were to you know just your reference of anything that exists. I thought you were going to ask which president. Oh, this, this is it's like <laughs> like this. yeah, which president would you? Is this a more mm. of a Taft or is this like a? <laughs> You're such a Taft. You're such, <laughs> like such a Taft right now. Yeah. Been a real Roosevelt right now, you know <laughs> that. You know, looking. You're um, aiming me. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have been known ableist. to. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been I've been known to en- enable people before. And we're yeah, back with the puns. We're back with the puns. Uh, but you know, on a scale from one to ten, what would you give this specific? comic even if just as like a compared to u.s media. agent that was yeah as, as a <laughs> form of media and entertainment <laughs> no it was super fun i had a good time reading it. um 
nine. Nine? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would I'm an easy sell. But, like, but yeah. Honestly, I, was, yeah. I would say the same, honestly. Yeah. And that's with me having this entire insane collection right I now. I know. This is impressive. Um, because it was really, it was genuinely funny. There's a lot of really good wordplay in there. Um, I laughed out loud. Yeah. Sincerely. Many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and on top of that, the, once again, as I mentioned before, the artist, uh, did such a great job at displaying the comedy because mm-hmm. it was, it's, it, you know, it is a group effort. It, it, and so if you have, you just, you, there's just something about it. Cause I have seen like one of my favorite, um, comedy style uh cartoonist within co- uh comic books is a guy named scotty young mm-hmm. and he does he one of my favorite comic comedy series is this series called i hate fairyland and it's about a little girl who wishes to like escape reality and she goes into uh like a magical like essentially it's like Candyland, basically but what happens is she's supposed to be out she's supposed to be there for like a day or two and like solve this whole like mystery and have an adventure and go home yeah. 30 years later she's still there <laughs> and she's like a, she's still in the same body it's a war-torn candy land yeah <laughs> like it's really fun survivor yeah. yeah exactly and she's like really she's she's she has the mind of a 38 year old woman but she's still in an eight-year-old body and she's just like a drunk she's causing havoc all the time it's it's really funny it's that really good yeah. and if i was to compare this to that i would say they're pretty on par with each other I can see that being a similar kind of humor. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things, a uh, little spoiler for the comic, but one of my favorite jokes for the first like four or five issues, like the first story arc, is they keep on having to shift the narrator because she keeps on killing the narrator. Mm-hmm. So like... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fun. Yeah, it's a fun... Obviously, they don't do the entire time because eventually it would become... Oh, I did notice in the comic, this Deadpool comic, they did, he did an aside to the audience like they do in the movies once too, where he like talks to the reader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that a regular thing through throughout Deadpool comics? Or? Yeah, that is that. Is, I mean, there's been times where, like, I think in um, the um, so this is considered one of the top ones, and then the other one that's considered one of the top runs for Deadpool is uh, a guy named Joe Casey. I want to say I always get Joe Casey and Joe Kelly confused. So if mm. I'm wrong, it could be Joe Kelly. Uh, <laughs> but that writer was the writer that introduced all the silly stuff for Deadpool. But there's literally an issue in his run. There's, Thanks, Joe there's, Kelly. Yeah, or Casey, one of those two. Oh, right. <laughs> or Casey. I think it's or Kelly. Casey. I yeah. think it's. I think you're actually right without knowing it, basically. Um, right. But he's the one who, because beforehand Deadpool was a little snarky, but he was essentially just like a, almost kind of like an evil mercenary that didn't really have much humor to him. And then they introduced this idea of like adding a lot of pop culture references, mm-hmm. adding a lot of a lot of things like that. But there's literally one point where he. And the art pulls the like three pages ahead or something like that. He's like, "This is getting boring," and just like goes to another page oh. of the. And he's and then in that page, when you get to there, you see Deadpool coming out of it or whatever. Hmm. Like, yeah. So you have like the you you have this little like just kind of silly things like that. He, I think at one point he is fighting someone and he says Hyrukin, you know, things like that. Nice. Yeah. There's so. I, I could, I, I, we could fill the entire podcast just with. Remember when he did this? Yeah. Like the, when he jumped out of the Godzilla monster. That, that's how it started. That's right. He, he jumped out of the like. He cut his way out of the stomach of a Godzilla yeah. creature. That was the start of the comic. <laughs> right off the bat. The um, the issue after this because originally I I kind of was jumping between the idea of having you read twelve issues or six issues, and I realized mm-hmm. that the six issues, even though it obviously starts an entire run it is pretty self-contained within itself you know yeah. it does a f- complete arc within it um the issue after all the presidents are dead at the end so yeah exactly yeah. yeah and so the issue after this is a flashback quote-unquote in the 70s and during the 70s there was a story arc called the demon in the bottle mm-hmm. and in that story tony stark is an alcoholic and he's like his life is going oh all you know just very off the rails like he's you know he's making a lot of mistakes because he's drunk while he's in the Mm -hmm. iron man suit and all this other stuff and there's a story in there where he sells his soul to not uh not specifically mephisto the which is the devil in the uh marvel universe but like a another side demon and his whole thing is is that he's told by that demon that he has he can get his wish or what he wants to do if he convinces tony stark to continue to be an alcoholic 
Huh. Yeah. Like it's a ridiculous, okay. it's kind of a ridiculous, like there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, Actually, I have a bit, I'm working on similar to that right now because I, I, I haven't drank for three years. I've been yeah. sober for three years, but I, I'm at bars five to six nights a week doing comedy. Yeah. So, so I, I love bars and yeah. I, so I'm like, I need you to keep drinking. <laughs> keep, your friends will tell you you're out of control. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I was I was talking to because I'm roommates with Kyle Adams, and I was talking. He was I think he was actually joking about it on my podcast, but he's like every once in a while he like, he used to be an alcoholic too, and he mm-hmm. like he'll pretend like he's like tempted by the drink or whatever. Yeah, like someone will have a beer, and he's like, uh, uh oh no, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> And he's like, like, no, I'm not like it's, you know, he's I'm really proud of him because he's like, I think he's three years sober now. Something like that. Same. Right around. Yeah. The pandemic around the same time. Pandemic really helped some people out. Right. Went really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I thought I think he's longer than that because I feel I feel like he was sober before. I think you're right. I think it's I think it's I think he was just starting to get sober at the start of it. So it's probably like four or five years now. I these last two two or three years has gone by so quick that I don't right I don't know what time is anymore. Speaking of time, I'm going to ask some questions I like to ask towards the end of the episode here. Sure. First question I have is uh, since this is a comic book podcast, uh, what is uh, maybe it's what you said before, maybe it's something else, but like something that was like a significant maybe like either introduction or like something that stood out when you were a kid. And that's part of this comic book zeitgeist. It could be a comic book itself. It could be a movie. It could be a TV show, cartoon, what have you. Well, uh, I, I mean, I watched the X Men cartoons when I was a kid. That was a big one. And my name is yeah. Logan, so there yeah, was that was an instant in for, to, <laughs> there. And I and I have heard about Wolverine my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> so we, Speaking of, yeah. there's some great Wolverine gags in this. But anyways, uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they're, they're, he made some references yeah. to that. He actually Wait, in the in the one we read. He, my favorite one is he talks to Abraham Lincoln and asks mm-hmm. him if he like inseminated a woman in the 1800s in Canada. Oh, that was what that was referencing. <laughs> that was referencing, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because Wolverine, right? Because he's old as fuck. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> anyways, go on. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I'm joking, but uh, you you want to know how it feels to have someone bring up Wolverine every time you say your name? It hurts every time. <laughs> No. That's but, uh, that's that's a great deep cut joke because either people are going to completely get it or it's going to go, right. just going to yeah, 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 lose yeah. the yeah. entire crowd. Yes. Yeah. There's usually a 25% laugh, but they laugh a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For people who, for some reason, don't know, it's the first sex movie. Rogue asks him. But I, yeah, but I watched uh, I was, I was watched that. I was into... Actually, it was, it's a random one, but I, I really got into the old Flash. Hmm. Are you talking about the the nineties or the old 90s, comics? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. one with uh, that had. Um, he did a guest appearance on the new one, or where he, he did, was, yeah, he yeah. did, he and he plays he plays like a different version of the Flash, and he played his dad actually, mm-hmm. Wesley Allen Ship. Yeah, uh, and then they also had <laughs> Mark Hamill as the trickster, and he came back as the trickster on the Flash <sighs> new series too. Huh. Yeah, it, which is fun because his yeah. trickster voice is very similar to his Joker voice. Yeah, yeah, and they're it's very similar characters. Joker yeah, yeah. Very I watched iconic. that too. Like, oh yeah, that's the I, who didn't at the time. Yeah. That the Batman series, and it's honestly something that I think I enjoy more now as an adult than mm-hmm. I even did as a kid. That's yeah. how well it's done. I haven't done an adult rewatch on that, but I can definitely see. Would see recommend the, it if you have HBO yeah. Max. They have all the episodes on there. Yeah, yeah. I okay. check it out. Yeah. Um. Next question here, and. Uh, Normally I ask this, and I don't think you even have it. Uh, normally I ask your top five favorite graphic novels, but since you've only read this in U.S. Agents, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's a hard one. So I would say, um, let's just do this. This is easy one, probably easy one. Top five favorite comic book movies. Okay. Uh, actually, Deadpool right at the top. We've already established that. Yep. Uh, Thor, uh, the... Uh, not the most recent one. The uh, Ragnarok? Oh, Ragnarok, yeah. yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Makes sense. This fucking hilarious guardians basically but all the funny ones yeah that <laughs> <laughs> uh guardians of the galaxy uh probably iron man after that uh mm-hmm. that's at four yeah i have trouble getting down to number five maybe dr strange the first yeah. one was really good i do really not not to sideswipe dc i really do love uh michael keaton batman the original okay like the early on you excited for that new flash movie coming out then did you yeah, see that? I yeah. did see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The alternate reality. 
the yeah they're doing like the flashpoint story yeah which i'm kind of stoked and it's also a great way to introduce what james gunn because he's taken over the dc movies so essentially you know do you know who kevin feige is for marvel kevin feige is the executive producer for every marvel movie Wow. So okay. he every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, the previous so he's movies, a billionaire. yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, what he had done before that, the movies he had done this kind of similar role in were actually the first two X Men movies back in the day. Mm. So that's which I think is why Marvel the hired best ones him, because they were the best ones. Yeah, yeah. And so significant when, drop after that. Oh yeah. Well, it's because they Those had first two were epic though. Jeez. They had Avia Rod, which is a terrible. Um, he's. If you can think of the worst things that Sony has done with with like Spider Man or things like that, mm-hmm. or just characters, it's probably because of Avia Rod. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a whole nother. And Ike Perlmutter, because that guy's a right wing asshole. But um, <laughs> regardless, uh-huh. I know a lot about Marvel. Um, Speaking of right wing ass, going back to the Deadpool comic. Oh yeah, the little the January six guys. The oh yeah, like. <laughs> like Bring back dead presents. I'm with the dead, like the undead presidents. Yeah. yeah. To make America great again. <laughs> What's great? This is 2013. So it's like that shit was already going on. Oh, really? You yeah. Said that was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, honestly, I think the Proud Boys started right around there, to be honest. Mm. It might have been. Um, they weren't as like big, but I still think that's ridiculous. You know, you know where that whole thing came from? The whole Proud Boys name and everything? No. Opie and Anthony. There was literally, <laughs> yeah, Gavin McGinnis, the guy who started, who, who used to be work for uh, Vice at yeah. the time, took it too seriously. But there was another comedian, I don't remember who it was, but he was making jokes. They were literally riffing an idea mm-hmm. and they were saying Proud Boys. And then somehow along the way, someone took the idea too seriously because it was literally not going to be, it was literally making fun of things, basically. Yeah. So it was a joke that, a riff joke that essentially turned into a terrible movement. Wow. Yeah, so be careful with your comedy. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I learned from that. Um, the next question I have here is uh, speaking of comedy, uh, what was your? I think I've known you most of the time since you started doing this. But what was your original uh, inspiration for doing comedy? Oh, um, Pete Holmes was a big influence on me starting up. It was a lot, a lot of people think he's kind of like hokey, silly, silly goofy, mm-hmm. but like I fucking love i think he's brilliant i mean like uh i saw him at aladdin theater a month ago and he he's, was like he's hilarious is that i've seen so much comedy and that was i don't know that might be the best comedy show i've ever seen in my entire life it blew um, me away because i i have a lot of other favorites that <laughs> were that have kind of been number one spot since i started and i kind of had didn't listen to as much p Holmes for a long time but that show really brought it all back for me i was Damn. he was like taking risks he was like really tiptoeing around the edge of things i don't know he was i think he's brilliant he's he's great yeah also very kind he's interesting he's like got a deep soul but i think especially considering both of us come from a religious background he's definitely yeah. one of those people who yeah. is a great um i guess like you could say like blueprint for what a right. good comic who came from that and isn't and what i appreciate about a B, pete holmes versus even maybe some other comics in that way he's not cynical or even like yeah. he's not uh he's not like disrespectful for people who are that way right he still has respect for people he's just like this isn't what i believe yeah and i i kind of and he can mix in that world i mean that's what crashing is all about is oh him, yeah his silly goofy doofus face inter- <laughs> like interacting with this like the cocktail world of oh yeah comedy yeah and they even have him like be christian at the start of it or right whatever, which is yeah. kind of yeah i mean it's yeah, it's like a, it's sort of a condensed version of his comedy. <laughs> yes. Especially, I don't know about you, but I listened, when I first was starting, I listened to a lot of You Made It Weird. Yeah. Especially like the earlier episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's weird watching Crashing after that, because there's a lot of stuff he talked about on his podcast that made it into the show. Right. Which was kind of cool. So it's like, for like Pete Holmes super fans. Yeah. You know, um, I think my first introduction to him was the the Batman college humor videos. That's, those are great. Yeah. Those are really <laughs> Yeah. Cool um so yes rory scovel would probably be the other oh yeah he's one of the influence yeah he's yeah he i i envy his his riffing capabilities it is my he's doing he's done a tour where he just yeah makes every show up doesn't do crowd work really even he did it he did he just like goes up there and talks to to everybody just like it's no to do a crowd work show is one thing but to do a show where you just talk 
mm-hmm. with no plan at all. It's <laughs> that is bananas. It's cool. insane, and yeah. yeah, he has he has an album and it's he released. Hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. I've seen it. Yeah, I. That's another. Yeah, that was another one. Uh, there uh, before. I'm doing that thing where I make it about myself here for a second, but Good, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just makes me think because I think this is something I I haven't even referenced before. But like before I started doing comedy, there were a few specials I saw that kind of inspired me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was uh, "Thank God for Jokes," which is a Mike Birbiglia special, mm-hmm. which is really good because he talks about like growing up Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was actually seen, maybe not, I don't know if I've watched the special all the way, but I saw it, but he did it. He did a special called like first time doing comedy. Uh, Rory Scovel did oh, okay. where his entire bit is that he's like, Oh, just like, stand up for the first time. Stand yeah, up for the first Rory time. Yeah. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I the saw a bit. Yeah. Was, holy <laughs> shit. So that good. was, um, so there so was, that's probably my favorite bit of his of all time. Yeah. Yeah, the first 10 minutes of that special. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, so there's that. And then there was the three mics with um, Neil, Neil, Neil Brennan, Brennan yeah. which is a phenomenal special. Yeah. Anyone who hasn't seen yeah, it, yeah. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, but I think that was something that like kind of instilled those seeds, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, the only other one I, I would be remiss if I didn't. Me- and it's very sad because he's probably never going to do stand up again. Mm. Donald Glover. Damn, weirdo! Yeah, the that weirdo was a Netflix, great, great special. Like, and he and he he's a half hour that he did for Comedy Central on yep. like, and he's wearing the exact same thing, <laughs> like a light blue shirt, <laughs> jeans. But he was such a good storyteller. He was silly, he was positive, he was like mm-hmm. fun, and but like very real and like I don't know. I was that is a guy. It was, that, like, it's a shame that we'll never get. I mean, like he's yeah, he's too talented. Damn it, he's that's, that's what doing I was doing. Too say. many other fucking things. That, like, like never going to get him back on stage again. Probably, probably not. I am excited. They, from what I understand, he's coming back for the Community movie, though. So, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was actually it. Wouldn't one be of the, how could it be one without him? Well, exactly. Well, that was one of those things I think they were holding out for because they were trying to get in Atlanta mm-hmm. and just just recently had their last season. Yeah. So I think that was the thing they. They waited like six years or something after the show ended. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Uh, any any plugs you want to – I know you have a show that you do. Is it weekly? Yeah. Is it monthly? Uh, it's first Sunday of every month at Underbar called Laughgasm. We just had a, had a killer show last Sunday actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zach Tiscani was on. Nice. Yeah. And uh, do you have – and then social media as far as like – do you have one for uh, that as well yeah. as your own? Yeah. I have a Laughgasm comedy for – Oh, that's across the board. It's on yeah. that on everything. And uh, Instagram is uh, at Logan Lockmiller. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then this is something I, I've started doing this season, and I think it's only halfway through the season I started, but it's just fun. What would you say the moral of the story is? Oh, the moral of, of this? <laughs> of um, this. Like either the comic or this episode. Mm. Hmm. Don't take life too seriously. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's that's good. Um. Don't don't be afraid to sound like a a, a ten year old who's like this was my favorite part. No, that yeah. was my favorite part. <laughs> member that berries, taking part. member berries for things that I read <laughs> a few hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. I, yeah, it was fun. This thank you for coming on. This is a lot of fun. Um, thanks everybody for listening as usual. Uh, and um, if you start feeling like Deadpool and start breaking the fourth wall, uh, get help. <laughs> Or do stand up. Or do st- that. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. Create a fourth wall. The audience is. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, you can just, just, just reference, talk to the voices in the direction of people. Yes, there you that's, go. That's, that's, that's what. Yeah. That's probably the secret of most stand-up comics. <laughs> we're all, we all just have personality disorders. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good day. <laughs>